leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to First Pitch Strike on the Big Network. I am Aaron. And I'm Ethan. And we've got our, our good friend, Michael. Michael, say hi. What's up, guys? How you doing? And, uh, you know, we're, we're here rolling. And uh, tonight we've got one other guest joining us. She's new to the network. She's been with us uh, since after the All-Star break sometime. Don't remember exactly when. And she has been one of the behind-the-scenes people with our uh, power rankings. Crystal, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing tonight? Not too bad. Just keeping busy. From the sounds, but yeah, you went from one podcast to us. That's uh, (laughs) that is uh, definitely busy. Yes. So, so, uh, Michael, refresh everybody's memory. What do you do with the network, and uh, um, how busy are you? Yeah, so I am kind of the internal communications guy, you know, do a bunch of stuff on the the background, but I also host Edison and Shields. That's our Cubs and White Sox podcast. We got a lot to talk about one of those teams, not so much about the other right now, but... That's all right. And uh, also host uh, Windy City Rant. And that's pretty much anything going on in Chicago and the Bears right now, pretty much. And the Bears won today. They did. They did. They, uh, the O-line is still a little scary, but we'll see what happens in the future. <laughs> Crystal, I uh, said you were new to the network, but uh, tell tell us and everybody else what, what all you do with the with your life and your, your <laughs> professional Sure. Well, I do contribute behind the scenes to power rankings for MLB every week. And then I work with um, Southside Sox through SB Nation covering the White Sox. I do some work with Overtime Heroics also on the White Sox beat. And I've been in Sports Illustrated discussing them as well. Um, And then I have an all-female podcast called Estrogen Power Hour where we talk about predominantly White Sox, but also just being more inclusive in the MLB in general. Um, kind of other happenings going on in the MLB. We touch on players. We touch on a lot of like kind of social justice topics and 
calling out just terrible people um, that kind of don't like to include women, minorities, anybody else trying to take the whole, no offense to all three of you, kind of take the whole, <laughs> it's not just a sport for white guys kind of things. No, um, that's just, those are the primary things I do. Just a lot of busy White Sox stuff. And then Absolutely. just trying to be active on Twitter during games. Right. I've, I've caught a few of your tweets. So, um, <laughs> you know, you, you are you are definitely active on Twitter. Um, I can tell you, rest assured, that uh, I am excited to have you as part of the network. Um, just simply yeah. because the power rankings were getting a little stale. We needed a, a, little, a little flavor, um, <laughs> which might be the wrong word, so I apologize. But uh, it's been fun bantering back and forth with you and, and with everybody else, uh, Michael included, on those power rankings. So um, we'll, uh, I don't know, anything else, just precursor-wise, introduction-wise, Ethan, you got a new job well, since the last time uh, we were live? Oh, I, oh, yeah, I did, but I just work a lot, and then I come home and play MLB The Show. And there you go. I go to bed, wake up, do it again the next day. There you go. Sometimes that's the best thing to do. Very exciting. Yeah. And I froze. He uh -oh. gone. <laughs> I have frozen. Hold up, Eric. Can you still hear me? Yeah. I still okay. hear you. So, yeah. uh, we'll draw, we'll My camera has there. completely frozen. This is fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, it's a good look oh, on you. Oh, boy. Well, hey, look, there it is. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, um, we're just going to go to the next topic I've got here. We're just going to do a quick season recap. Was there anything that stuck out to you guys along the way? Um, be it a horrible moment, a good moment, a heart-touching moment, uh, whatever you got. Crystal, let's start with you. Sure. Well, I mean, obviously this season was pretty exciting for me, being a fan and covering the White Sox. Um, and they're kind of just crazy year. I thought it was really special with Carlos Rodon having the season he did coming from, you know, injury and a very high ERA um, and then having a no hitter this year. So that was incredible. Um, I have been super impressed with the Blue Jays all year. They've been really fun to watch. I was very bummed today when they got knocked out, but um I think a lot of teams have just been really special this year and having a shortened season that we didn't even know that was going to happen last year. And then finally having a full season and a lot of really good teams that should have made the playoffs was just a blast. It was exciting for everybody. Michael, talk to me. Yeah. I mean, I, would have hoped that the season was a little bit more exciting on the north side. You want to talk emotional that uh, that trade deadline was was brutal. Um, oh, past... you're a Cubs fan. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The past uh, five, six years has been exciting up until all of a sudden they just decided let's blow it up, which I don't know, man. I can go on a whole, a whole episode on that about how these billionaires, they can pay these players if they wanted to. They just chose not to. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but it 
was an emotional trade deadline seeing uh kb go off to the giants and still succeed uh it's a little a little hard to watch you know rizzo went off to the yankees doing well i mean Baez with the mets kind of was predictable um he actually was killing it with the mets towards the end and i now think they will resign him after even after all that drama but I mean, we still have the White Sox in Chicago that, you know, it's going to be hard to not root for. I mean, there's so many guys on that team that they're hard not to like. You know, you got Tim Anderson, in my opinion, one of the most exciting players in the league right now. You know, they had their own weird storylines with your men Mercedes that seemed like it wasn't this season, but that was this season. Luis, Luis Robert is going to be, he's going to be a stud. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the MVP talk next year. And then things like today happen where all the insanity and you got people potentially saying goodbye. I watched Seeger's goodbye in Seattle that, you know, that's he's there for what, 10 years and 11 years. And that was pretty sad. Then watching Ryan Zimmerman uh, just yeah. throw the ball back into the dugout one last time. Yep. There's a, it's going to be an emotional offseason, that's for sure, for a lot of fan bases. Absolutely. Ethan, what else do you got? You actually have nine, though. There's probably – weren't there a couple seven-inning no-hitters? I know. Uh, one, maybe – I remember one. There might have been a second one that I don't remember. I, I want to say there was a second one, but all the no-hitters has kind of been crazy. There was a complete game seventh inning, but it wasn't a no-hitter, but yeah. I knew uh, I knew it was one or two. I I didn't know how many, but all the no hitters that uh, that rookie that just started. What's his name? Plays for Arizona. Gilbert. Uh, yeah, yeah. His story was pretty cool. Seeing his dad over there was absolutely. Was absolutely. For me, um, there were a couple comeback stories that were just phenomenal that I I enjoyed. Um, Trey Mancini, I think is probably the one that really stands out, uh, with his performance at the home run derby and how he just really brought to life, um, kind of the second backstory there at the home run derby. Um, and then Mitch Hanniger, uh, yeah, I'm kind of biased there, but you don't play for two seasons, come back and have 39 home runs and almost a hundred RBIs. That's, that's quite impressive of a season. And uh, either one of those two guys for AL comeback player of the year has definitely got my vote. And then the uh, other story I'm right there with Michael, those goodbyes today um, as a Mariner fan, it, uh, it kind of, I, I got a little bit of allergy um, condition going on during that goodbye. But I know if you're a Washington fan and, and seeing Ryan Zimmerman walk off the field and give everybody in that dugout, um, you probably were fighting a little allergy condition as well. Um, so I don't think Zimmerman will be re-signed there in Washington, if not even retire for him. Um, Kyle Seeger, man, it, I understand the business side of it if the Mariners don't bring him back. But when you watch J.P. Crawford's post-game interview and he was asked about Seeger and the impact he had on that team. JP couldn't talk, man. He got really choked up. And and if the Mariners don't bring back Kyle Seeger, they have got to find a new clubhouse leader. 
Um, and I think that starts with JP Crawford, if, if you want me to be honest. So those are the things that really stuck out to me. Moving on. There was also some really bad umpiring as well. <laughs> Let's not point that. Let's point that out. Yeah, we're looking for the good things, Ethan. Yeah, good well, things. that it can be good depending on which team you're rooting for. <laughs> that's fair. Well, you want to bring up umpires and good. I mean, Joe West is done at the end of the year, so that's one less guy we got to worry about. Yeah, when's Angel's turn? <laughs> Hopefully soon. Not soon enough. I'm so tired of him. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to uh, the preseason. Um, it wasn't great for some of us, and it was better than some for others. Crystal, you, you uh, obviously were not a part of that show, um, so you can mock us as much as you desire. I'm um, going to mock myself, so join in. Yeah. <laughs> E, if you want to bring your phone just a smidge closer to you, that would help. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank bring you. your computer closer to you, too. I'm struggling hearing you. That's the microphone, then. Because my microphone is working, I'll just move a little closer forward. Oh, is that, that better? Works. Yeah, that's better. All right. Um, so, the fun things that we said before the uh, predictions or during the predictions. Michael... You probably don't want me to tell you this, but you came straight out and said Dodgers get eliminated in the first round by the Padres. So, well, they're just going to have to get eliminated <laughs> by the Cardinals, I guess, instead of the Padres. But I'd rather see—I'd rather see the Dodgers at that point, though, make it to the next uh, to the next round. That's fair. No, I want to see Yachty play play more. No, last year's is next year's is last year, so. Let Yachty get that. another ring. That's fair. I, I, I like that. And it, it looks like Adam Wainwright's last year will be next year as well. Yeah. He did just that's resign. What I like to see. Um, when we were I'm sorry. I don't know if this is too biased. Oh, sorry. I don't know if this is Go too ahead. biased, but I'm just not a Yachty fan. I mean, I think he's a little overrated. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> he can play defense, but his offense probably is overrated some. His offense is cheeks and MLB. Tell you that right now. <laughs> and that's where it matters. Yeah. There you go. For the NL East, when we started talking about the NL East and we made our predictions, I said something really, really stupid. Um, I said the whole division could be over 500. That does not look well at all. <laughs> um, Michael, for the NL Central, you did have a great line and said this division is a laughing stock of the league. But then you also said 87 wins could very easily win the division. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you're kind of right there. I mean, it is a laughing stock. Um, 87 wins would not have won it. It would have been pretty close uh, to take second, but. I believe I also said the Cubs were just going to run over everyone and run away with the division because it sucks. And, well, the Brewers pretty much ran away with it up until the end when the Cardinals decided to just go on about a 37-game winning streak or something like that. So You're close. But, yeah, 37-17, it's all the same at that point. Yeah. It, it did definitely feel that way. 
Um, Ethan, when we were discussing it in out west, you had a great line and said that the Kershaw effect is effect is gone. Um, he broke that Kershaw curse, as as many were believing it was. Um, but unfortunately, Kershaw is probably going to be out of the playoffs this year. That's fine. He has his ring. He does. He does. Um, Crystal, did you have any bold predictions going into the season? Um, no, I didn't put my White Sox up as far, and I thought that Carlos Rodon was um, going to be the worst starting pitcher on that team. So joke's on me. Um, in fact, I thought Dallas Keuchel would be okay. So really, egg on my face there. Those were my boldest predictions. But again, I we only did a White Sox and Trick one on the sides I write for. So uh, that's fair. And think too that's far fair. into it. I will have one more for you that I did say that I thought was actually pretty good on my part. And uh, I know on the network we had quite the uh, discussion about my my bold and uh, uh, daring prediction was that Otani won't hit another 20 home runs after the All-Star game. And boy, did some people in the network and on Twitter absolutely destroy me for that statement. And yet here we are. He doesn't even lead the league in home runs now. So I'm feeling kind of uh, not boastful, but yeah, I'm pretty boastful about that statement. It was close. You you, you got lucky, really. <laughs> so uh, let's go over our prediction recaps. AL East, Ethan, you had Yankees, Michael Toronto. I had the Yankees and Joshua, who couldn't be here because of work. He had the Yankees. Well, we have uh, the Yankees in the playoffs, but uh, the Rays took that division, which I'm okay with. I didn't see that happening. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm okay with the Rays being there again. Um, they're a great team. I don't like the discourse that can come out of it saying, well, look, you don't need to spend money to to win it or to make it far. But I really did think Toronto was going to come out really strong. You know, I I was hoping that Vlad was going to have an MVP that kind of year, which, I mean, if, if it all goes according to plan, he's going to end up second. I think Otani deserves it. But they uh, they did well towards the end as far as power goes. I think they ended up with, what, seven guys with 20-plus home runs this year, which is insane. But, yeah, I was really hoping the Yankees would not make the playoffs. Agree. Crystal? I was hoping for more chaos to come from today, so I was incredibly disappointed. I was actually at a minor league game this afternoon but I had the score up on my phone, just constantly checking, rooting for chaos. And as someone who can't really stand any New York or Boston teams on principle, I was very disappointed. Um, and you know, if my team goes out early, I'm going to jump on that race bandwagon because that is probably the team I would enjoy the most going into the postseason. They've got a lot of guys I like. I was really bummed about Tyler Glass now, obviously, but um, they have really likable guys. They've put in the effort this year, and good for them. I'm happy for them. Cool. E? Yeah, man. What, what say you about our horrible predictions? 
I, I don't know what to say. That's how bad they were. That's fair. <laughs> we're going to move to the AL Central. Uh, it was a clean sweep. All of us picked the White Sox. Man, yeah, I thought, that was, I thought that was the, the obvious pick. I didn't expect the Twins and the Indians to suck as bad as they did, but yeah, I thought the White Sox was the obvious pick for that division. I truly didn't expect the Detroit Tigers to be as good as they were, um, which they weren't really that good, but they, they were pretty good to start the season, and, and I think they've got a young core to look out for in the coming years. Um, and I, I actually was surprised that Tony Russa kind of guided the ship the way he did and had the success that he did. Because there were a couple moments during the course of the season that I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to come across apart uh, now. He's still questionable right, have... with his bullpen management. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel confident in that at all whatsoever. So I have a very strong opinion that that team, the Wales built, could have done that with any manager. And Crystal, I need your opinion on that because you're our White Sox person here. <laughs> I need to know if put in Ricky Renteria again, would he have been able to do that? Ricky is still questionable and I love him, but I think I think the entire reason why they were so successful, it was not coming down to Tony necessarily. It came down to the people he hired. It came down to Ethan Katz fixing Dylan Cease and fixing Carlos Rodon and Reynaldo Lopez's LASIK surgery. Like it came down to the people that were hired under Tony. And this is coming. I mean, I didn't want Tony. I was not happy. I'm still not super jazzed about that whole hire. I knew that Alex Cora wasn't going to come here, but I was really hoping that's who they would have picked. And I was kind of pissed about the whole interview process because it doesn't sound like anyone got it. It's just Jerry going for his friend. Um, but I do think that that team is so stacked with talent and like they've got generational talent. Now they have Luis Robert who is going to be incredible for years. So it right. came down to that team clicking at the right time and people like Ethan Katz that have just whipped that entire pitching rotation into shape. So I think they probably could have won with just about anybody else, but the hires were really what solidified that win. That's, that's a fair assessment. And I, I do appreciate that assessment. I'm, I would not be surprised if uh, Larusa doesn't make it through next year. I don't, I don't see Jerry getting rid of him. <laughs> it's oh, going to be boy. when Tony wants to go uh, because Jerry has that deep, deep, deep regret of Tony leaving in the first place and they're best buds. So I see it as when Tony is ready to step down, Tony will step down, but he'll be there for a while. Yikes. Ale <laughs> West. Um, our friend Joshua and I, uh, we went with Oakland and Ethan and Michael, um, Mike Trout was healthy. You had a chance, but without Mike Trout healthy, you didn't have a chance because both of you picked the angels. And, uh, Hey, I, I did say Otani would be good. You did say Otani would be good. I just didn't think that good. 
That's fair. I uh, was playing Little League in a major, like, <laughs> bro, this, you, there's no level above this. You can't keep moving up. Stop. <laughs> Slow down. Uh, yeah. I, I am excited to say, again, I'm going to be a little biased here. I cannot tell you how happy I was that the Mariners knocked the athletics out of the playoffs. Just me. Just me. Um, Michael, you how do you feel that- on that Angels pick? I think that if, you know, like if Trout would have stayed healthy, I want to say that, you know, they had a chance, but they really didn't. didn't matter what, what kind of video game Otani was playing because that dude was definitely playing rookie mode all year. Mm-hmm. But touching on your on your Oakland pick, do you think now that they didn't make it, you might see one of the mats moving, whether it's Olsen or Chapman? Do you think they get rid of one of them or both maybe? I could see easily that happening, yes. And if I had my pick, I'd probably go with Olsen being the odd mat out. Um, just simply because it's hard to, to get away from a gold glove winning third baseman. Um, sure. and, and not every team is like Colorado that pays people to take their gold glove winning third baseman. So that for eight in a row. I I would say if either of them, it would be Olsen. I would not be surprised, but what you do start seeing some sort of a rebuild in Oakland. Sadly. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, are we I gonna see, see another money ball type deal? What was that? Are we gonna see another money ball type deal or what? No, no, I, I don't think so because almost everybody is using analytics now. Almost everybody is playing some sort of a money ball type of uh, roster. I, that just that I hate analytics. We had a discussion about analytics on the network banter chat the other night. There's some things with analytics that are fantastic, and there's other things with analytics that are not so good. One of those being is your starting pitcher. Hey, uh, Cora, you have a cat throwing a perfect game. Why are you pulling him after 58 pitches? Those are the analytics that I can't stand. The analytics that says Kyle Seeger is going to pull the ball. Hey, I get it. Play play defense. Um, now, do you think that was analytics one? or just I'm going to save him? I don't, I'm going to save him because it's the last game of the year. We we're probably gonna we're gonna make it to the playoffs anyway. It's his last game of the year. I know it's a it's a good stat to have on your resume, but I also would like to win in the playoffs. Oh. Honestly, with Cora, yeah, I think it was analytics. I think because they were coming up on the third rotation through the batting order, and your numbers are stating in analytics that it is harder to get an out of anybody, especially your top four hitters, when you start getting into the third rotation through the batting order. So in that regards, I really think it was analytics. Okay. Just me. And I'm okay with being wrong there. So, you know, I mean, I guess there are some people you can't play analytics with. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you, just, you can't play analytics with him because he hits the ball. That's all he does. 
But you might as well just go stand on the fence, and even then, he's gonna hit it over your head. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yep. So uh, let's move to the NL East. Our horrible predictions. Michael, you went Mets. Aaron went Mets. Ethan went Mets. Um, although Ethan, I, I'm giving him half a point for getting that one right because as he said the Mets, he said, "But my heart is telling me, you idiot, you should have gone the Braves." And yep, you should have gone the Braves. So Joshua did go with the Braves, though. So I don't know, Crystal. How's that looking for everybody? Besides, <laughs> not a good look. It's rough. I will say the Mets. I I have to um, spend a bunch of money because of the Mets. We had this. Um, there's a another female podcast, and they were doing something called Dollars for Dingers. So I made a pledge for I think $2 for every dinger. And then anytime Pete Alonso got on base, it was another dollar. So I think I'm at like $130, but it goes back to a domestic violence organization. Awesome. It's a good cause, but Pete Alonso um, is really taking all of my money right now, but I'm okay with that. But yeah, that's rough. My husband is also a Mets fan. He's a Sox Mets person. Ouch. For whatever reason, um, but yeah, that, I'm that's... a Mets fan just because of Nemo, really. <laughs> that's fair. They have great, likable players. I just, again, by principle, do not like New York teams. That's fair. No, the background on Nemo um, is Ethan and he played on the same baseball organization oh. um, throughout their high school careers. He is a hometown boy for us. So uh, most of the state of Wyoming are Mets fans. Um, I'm a Mets fan only by proxy. And the second they deal him is the second I will stop rooting for the Mets. Yeah, same here. That's how I feel about the Phillies. The second Andrew McCutcheon is gone, I'm out. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'll follow him into the dark wherever he goes, which who knows. But yeah. Even if it's the 50 win Diamondbacks? <laughs> I will follow Andrew McCutcheon into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> that might be too dark for me, though. 50 wins. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a likable guy, though. It's so hard to not like Kutch. He's, I, he's I, my I, favorite. I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm just saying it'd be hard to follow into that dark. <laughs> I had dark to briefly room. follow him to the Yankees, and that was soul-crushing enough. So if I can deal with that, I can deal with the Diamondbacks. I there don't has care. not been a day in my 22-year-old life that I have rooted for the Yankees. There has not been a single day. To be fair, I only really root for him, not necessarily the team he's on. That's fair. That That's fair. That's very fair. Uh, let's go with NL uh, Central. Uh, not a good look for anybody except for me, because I actually did pick the Brewers, but the rest of y'all picked the Cubbies. I see a lot of head shaking, and nobody wants to talk. <laughs> Why? Why would you guys do that? <laughs> well, because you didn't, you see, the trade deadline kind of screwed us. <laughs> 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 it I'm gave like us the middle finger. Think of words to say. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Oh, you want the Cubs to win? You want them to make it to the playoffs? No, <laughs> we don't need these three dudes no more." 
In in their defense, Crystal, they actually did have a very slow start to the season with a very uh, high point in the middle of the first half of the season with a very large, substantial win streak. And they kind of teased all their fans by saying, hey, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. And just kidding. Here's the trade deadline. Oh, oh, I remember all of that. But, man. <laughs> I, I did not expect the Brewers rotation to do what the hell the Brewers rotation did. There is no reason they should have three guys that three quarters through the season were in the Cy Young talk. Like, it's absolutely Agreed. ridiculous. And I am very much on the board that Yelich is overrated. Uh, I agree. I I'm, I'm with you. Yelich is overrated. I think he did very well on his contract year or whenever they gave him that contract. I don't know if it was a contract year. And he went off, and they gave him this huge contract, and then he disappeared. Yeah, you can make the argument that he got injured, and that's what ruined it, but I don't care. I don't think he was going to live up to that contract whatsoever. I think Yelich is very much a as streaky of a player as you can get. I don't think the Brewers really had anybody else in that offense that should have said, hey, we're going to go do something. I like Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Cain is, is pretty He's good. He's solid. He is, but him getting injured, it was like, there's no way the Brewers do anything anymore then. But then all of a sudden, they just decided they were going to have their top three starting pitchers have like a sub two and a half ERA for three quarters of the season, which does not make sense to me. But when you play in our division, I guess it kind of does. Um, I think Willie Adamas might have saved their season offensively. Um, Such a good trade. I hate it. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you there. Great trade. Um, I don't know how they're going to pull off the playoffs without their uh, reigning rookie of the year. Um, there were many times when Ethan was growing up that I would tell him and his teammates. I've told my daughter and her friends. Uh, I still tell guys in the Legion program here in Cheyenne, don't punch walls. Don't punch inanimate objects. Humans have give, inanimate objects do not. And uh, well, rookie well, of the year. Depends. Glasses and whatever word you just said, glass and it breaks. You know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> so That's you can't fair. say that. It gives, but then you also are dealing with cuts, and you've jacked up your hand probably even more than you. Not would. if not if you wrap your hand in a towel. You've thought about this a lot, haven't you? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the things we think about when we're really, really bored, apparently. What about karate kicking a piece of wood? It breaks. <laughs> Fair. I could, as long as I could karate kick a hole in the wall. Fair. Ay, ay, ay. AOS. Can go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. <laughs> do we AOS. just become best friends? Oh, it's not a good look for anybody. Um, I actually said that there could be 200 win at teams in the division, and I, I got one of those right. But uh, I did not get the right team for the second one. Um, Ethan, Michael, and I all went with the Padres. Um, That's a the West. And uh, Joshua went with his hometown team of the Dodgers to win the West. At least he has them in the playoffs. 
And uh, well, Michael, how do you feel about your Padres pick? I'd like to say that it should have happened if they were competent enough with their pitching. Yes. They had guys go down quickly and they didn't replace them. They went to decide, hey, let's try Jake Arrieta, who couldn't pitch on a team that was trying to lose. How do you how do you pick up a guy that couldn't pitch on a team that's trying to lose? Like I don't know. They just weren't trying to get the pitching. They had the hitting there. They have guys that are that are gonna be up there for um potential um MVP with you know Tatis and Machado kind of try to creeping his way in there, which I don't think he's top five anymore. But mm-hmm. they had the hitting. They just forgot that you also need guys that can throw a ball. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or but just yeah, defense in general. Or just defense. Yeah. I, I love Tatis. I think Tatis is going to be amazing, but he doesn't have defense. And it's not that he can't get to the ball because he has phenomenal range. He, you know, he's got a good glove. He just forgets how to throw the ball sometimes. He can't uh, make and that he throw. he forgets how to hurt. catch in the outfield as well. I, I have to at least give him the benefit of the doubt on that being no, yeah, yeah. a shortstop his whole career and then all of a sudden – Hey, now I'm a center fielder. But I feel like still, he's a little yeah. bit too cocky, too. Like, yeah, dude, you're good, but you're not that good yet. He 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 definitely is pretty cocky. Um, I do appreciate his swag to an extent. It's like, yeah, yeah. I love the swag. I love to see the energy, but no, oh, yeah, prove it a little bit more, please. I mean, like, it's Tim Anderson. Tim fun. Anderson's got the swag. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's baseball. Much fun have fun, but there's a certain level that you should. Yeah, know what your know what your limit is, really. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I was saying, you guys got you got guys like Tim Anderson that he's cocky, he's got the swag, but he's backing it up. This is a kid. Yeah. There's a guy that hasn't played that didn't play baseball until what his senior year of high school. Then decided I'm going to try baseball and now make the majors. Like, who does that? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> oh, hey, me. I'm actually good at this. Weird. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got a scholarship to play basketball in college cool let me try baseball then yeah i don't want basketball no more (laughs) (laughs) i saw crystal shaking her head almost vigorously with the whole tatis is a little too cocky comments (laughs) (laughs) so i'm allowed to be bitter um with a lot of that discourse um as a white sox fan i am bitter about Tatis and Bitter, about Manny Machado. I actually, this is a kind of fun little backstory. I made the, I always make my husband's birthday cakes every year. And I love to bake. Like I'm actually pretty good at it. And I like to decorate. So I made him this really cool, it was like a churro cake. It was just a cinnamon cake with like caramel in the middle. And I made like cinnamon butter cream. It was, oh, it was so good. And I put, you know, like little lime green grass for the turf. And I put the White Sox logo on it. 
and I put and Manny Moore thinking, oh, it's for sure. It's in the back. He's coming to Chicago. And then he didn't. And I looked like an ass and I was really mad. <laughs> and I'm just bitter. So the downfall of the Padres just brought me a lot of joy, honestly. <laughs> so I'm good with that happening. And that whole like LA library beef with them was just the highlight of my day, seeing the whole, oh, this is why we don't count in June. I'm like, yes. I don't even like the Dodgers, but let's just slander the Padres all day. So that's that's fair. That's actually uh, I'm I'm impressed that you're willing to admit that you did that. Um, but it's also a great backstory for the angst and hate towards San Diego. Glad to be bitter. Yes. All right. So those were our horrible predictions for divisions. I'll just real quickly recap because we all suck for the championships. I have a question. Yes. Who thought the Cleveland Indians would get no hit three times? <laughs> Didn't think that, but it was funny. <laughs> I work yeah. with an Indians fan and I've asked him about it and he couldn't believe that how with how much pop that that offense has or had. I guess it's not really the same anymore, but that it shouldn't have happened. Um, Jose Ramirez is up there as probably one of my favorite players. He's he's ridiculous, and the fact that a team with him on it got no hit three times does not make sense to me. <laughs> Michael, I'm right there with you. It it, um... it defied all logic. It defied all baseball logic, not just <laughs> my logic, but all baseball logic. Because you're a professional baseball player, and I know baseball is hard. It, it, you know, squaring up a round ball is impossible, but yet we say it all the time. And here you have a team filled with guys who do this for a living. Now, I know hitting was horrible this year across the board, but three times in a year, that's, that's horrible, horrible. That, that is a new horrible in my book. But, you know, again, I'm just me. I don't – I got nothing there. <laughs> yes. So our NLCS, ALCS, um, we didn't go into division or wild card matchups, but we did go to the championship series. Um, Ethan and Michael each said something similar to the effect of Mets going to be the Mets and uh, screw up the championship series, which, uh, well, they did screw it up. Just It just well happened before. a little bit sooner than hoped. Yeah, yeah. The Mets, I can tell you, did set a record for a team being in first place the longest and the most amount of wins for that first place team to not make the playoffs. So they did set a record this year. Probably not one they want. But uh, kudos to them for setting a record. And they did do a match thing by just completely forgetting their offense, which, uh, you know, Ethan, Michael, it's like you guys know the Mets. Yeah, I mean, the Mets are always – I mean, that's why I say you messed up because it, there's always going to be a way that they figure out how to do it. You know, I thought, you know, bringing in a new GM that likes to just throw money at everything was going to help. And 
it doesn't help their their front office with all the stupid crap they do and like I, the Mets are just the Mets, I guess. That that front office is terrible. What's that song? My money, my problems. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so in our NLCS matchup, uh, Josh went Dodgers Braves with the Braves winning. So he's still got a fight there or a team going there. Ethan, Aaron, Michael all laid a rotten egg. We all said Mets versus Padres with Padres winning it. And uh, I'm so I'm dumb. To I should have seen the Padres doing the Mets. It's it's the Mets effect on the Padres. <laughs> Over the thousands of miles? Yes. <laughs> it's like they play each other one too many times in a season and they catch the virus, like COVID. <laughs> fair that's fair alcs michael went with the white Sox and yankees with the white Sox winning it so you're still good there joshua same matchup ethan same matchup oh Ethan, cool. you went with the white Sox to win it and joshua went with the yankees yeah because i can't stand the yankees there you <laughs> go i went with the white Sox into the alcs but then i also take the athletics with the athletics winning, so yep, I'm gonna wear that badge of horribleness. Um, World Series, Michael and Joshua are the only ones with teams still alive that could make the playoffs or the World Series. Michael did go with the White Sox, Joshua went with the Braves. Um, Ethan and I are bringing up the rear with the Padres. You like that confidence right there? I had, I thought the Padres. Oh, I was confident. I should never be confident again. No. All my confidence is never going to come back. Fair. Crystal, are you impressed with Michael's uh, baseball prowess here? Yeah, I think that could actually happen. I would like for that to happen, actually. You'd have a lot to write about, wouldn't you? I already do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never run out of ideas. That's fair. That's fair. So we're just going to quickly move right into the playoff uh, preview for this year. Um, Crystal, I'm with you. I want to complete in total chaos tomorrow. And uh, uh, I was uh, greatly disappointed. I didn't think my Mariners would do what they did. I did not have them getting 90 wins, but I did have them just barely missing the playoffs. So I felt kind of uh, surprised by the fact that they could have thrown a complete and total monkey wrench into the playoffs. I was rooting year. for them. I really was. Mariners in Toronto, that's all I wanted. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to see the Yankees and Red Sox in the playoffs. Because guess so what? Boring. Here. Right. Yankees and Red Sox. Yankees and Red Sox. <laughs> Get out of here. What? Move the Yankees and Red Sox to Japan, please. We don't need them. Yep. All don't right. Do so Japan. we've got. Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> oh, no, I was saying just don't do that to Japan. They don't deserve it. They got some good baseball over there. Thank yes, you. they do. Yes, they do. So uh, St. Louis and the Dodgers. The season series, L.A. took 4-3. to three. 
Preview-wise, you don't have Kershaw to face twice, but you do have Scherzer to face twice. Wainwright has uh, tapped the fountain of youth, so you're going to have to face him twice as the Dodgers. Offensively, I think the Dodgers just have too much firepower. I do see the Dodgers, unfortunately, pulling this one out. I don't know. Max Muncy just got hurt today, too. Yep, and he's out. Ouch. Yeah, collision at first. Oh, Ouch. didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, I don't think they said he can play in the playoffs at all this year. Ooh, is that bad of a collision? Mm-hmm. That's not good. That is not good. Anybody else? I think this is a battle of two evils, but I, I think I see the Cardinals pulling out. I mean, yes, the Dodgers are stacked, but I don't know. They The Cardinals just feel unstoppable right now. Even if they've lost, they still feel unstoppable. I just want to see Arnauto throw it back in Colorado's face. <laughs> I can agree there. Um, and that you is just, just that, that devil blue magic. <laughs> it yeah. is just that one game playoff. So, uh, hmm. yeah, unfortunately, even without Max Muncy, I still think firepower wise with Mookie Betts. Um, and if Bellinger can ever wake up and, you know, be that player again, I just see the Dodgers having too much firepower. Boston, New York in the AO wild card. Boston took that season series 10 games to nine. I just think Aaron Judge and nope. uh, those John, games count. That game doesn't count. <laughs> okay, sure. But Aaron Judge and uh, Giancarlo Stanton are just too much right now. They are really dialed in, can hit the ball just about anywhere they want to right now. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with New York in this one. Same. For the sake of my prediction, I'm going with New York as well, even though I'd rather see Boston there. E. Like I said, I don't want to see I'll go New York, but I don't want to see both of them win. That's fair. I can't can um, they both just lose and then it's just a free trip for the next round or actually you know what a, a loss for both teams would be is going nineteen to twenty innings. <laughs> Perfect. That's not going to happen, though, because you start with a runner on second base now. We had a couple games go 15, 16 innings this year. Yeah. Well, that's so just true. It's, it's possible. Um, but fortunately, they're doing away with that next year if we get baseball next year. Good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the division rounds, Houston, Chicago. Houston took that series 5-2. to two. Um, They can just hit the highest powered offense in the majors this year, right there in a race with Toronto. But I really like white, the Chicago pitching staff. Um, I don't know. I see this going the full five with Chicago pulling it out three to two. I second that. I, and honestly, I think if Chicago can get past Houston, they can get past anyone. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I see it going in five and three and two as well. Michael? You're muted, Michael. You're muted again. Oh, stupid Mike. Here it is. 
Sorry. Um, I don't know if this is being talked about much. Um, I haven't been paying attention, to be honest. But I'm kind of excited for the Tony LaRusa Dusty Baker matchup. Um, they're not fans of each other, and that's mostly from their days in the NL Central. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see them go at it. Like, I want somebody to get thrown out, and I want them both in each other's faces. I don't care who it is at this point, but I'm interested to see something happen there between the two of them. But I do agree. I think if the White Sox can beat Houston, the Yankees shouldn't be a problem. The Yankees don't have the pitching that everybody thinks they do. You know, Garrett Cole is a great pitcher by any by any metric. He's a great pitcher, but he's not untouchable. He's not like like the Grom where okay, fine. If I get two runs, then we're gonna win. Garrett, mm-hmm. Cole, when he's off, he's really off. So if they get past Houston, I think it's not necessarily an easy walk in the park for them, but I think they have a legitimate chance to not have to go the distance versus the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Fair. He? I'm going the White Sox, and I don't know. I was thinking when Michael was talking, I was thinking, oh, maybe they could take it three to one. But I don't know. Houston's good. Houston's good at home. Too. That's my only concern for the White Sox is how good Houston is at home. I'll go Chicago at five. I think Houston at home, very good, is a um, an understatement because I get to see them at home a lot being a Mariner fan, and Mariners were lucky to win a couple games down there this year because they just the way they play that field defensively is unlike anything I've seen in quite a while, but uh, they know where to hit the ball. To they get also those know where the trash cans are, so they that have that. True. just going to say that. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> there, there's also true. this big 05 rivalry there, which is going to be fun to watch because I feel like anytime Houston plays the White Sox, they're like out for blood and they're still bitter about 05 and they try to say they aren't, but like they are. So it's going to be a brutal series, but yeah, White Sox come out. I don't really know if it could, I don't know if it really could be a rivalry since the White Sox just kind of ran all over them. Like it's more of the little brother hates the big brother right now and (laughs) not really of a mutual rivalry. It's just, Houston is really going to try to go all out. Mm-hmm. So if, if you want to see somebody getting thrown out, which pitcher is thrown at the other's head? <laughs> It'll be well, I'm going to start this with, I don't want to see that. But no. <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's fair. But it would probably be a Houston pitcher that is, that's throwing yeah. it. I don't see the White Sox wanting to throw at anybody. No, I mean, especially with how many times Jose Abreu has been hit this season. Right. They're sick of it. I mean, you saw what happened in Detroit. They're tired. They're not gonna. They're not gonna cause any drama. It's gonna be Houston trying to rile them up and get somebody suspended. Oh man, if Abreu gets hit, it's going to go. It's going to get nuts. I will riot. You will all hear me scream from my location. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Tampa versus whoever wins the AL wild card. Um, do we have any defensive alignment card stealing incidences? 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to be an exciting matchup per se. I think it's going to just be who's less tired, to be honest. Um, it's been a it's been a long end to the season, and I think it's just going to be who's got the energy to just go all out. Um, and it's funny because that whole lineup stealing thing with them getting all upset about it. I mean, you dropped it. Why am I going to help you out to try to beat us? Like, right. Get over it. Yep. Yep. Agree. Um, National League, we've got Atlanta, Milwaukee. Um, you know, I, to the moon. Uh, for me, Milwaukee still questionable with the offense. And I think that gives Atlanta the slight edge. I think both of their pitching rotations are very solid with that slight edge going towards Milwaukee. I see this also going five with, uh, man, Atlanta just pulling it out in the fifth game. My heart wants to say Milwaukee, but I know it's going to be the Braves. And I don't even know that it's going to go to five. That's fair. The Braves have some magic on their side right now, too. When yeah. your best player and one of the best players in the league goes down, you don't, there's no way you should be winning that division. And Agreed. they did. It's crazy. Agree. E? Braves, for sure. For, no, I'm not even second. No. Yelich is overrated. Corbin Burns is pretty gas. He throws gas. You know, Josh Hader, fire as well. Yeah, I'm going Braves. <laughs> I had to think. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Winner versus winner of uh, Dodgers cards facing San Francisco. Anybody well, got advice? Francisco right now is kind of screwed. I even told you this when you bet on San Diego to beat San Francisco playing your uh, sports book. I don't even I, remember putting a bait, bet on that game. Yeah, you said I I have like a plus 50 on or a minus 50 on San Diego. I said you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. This was like a week and a half ago. That's fair. <laughs> I said you're stupid. The giant, the Giants are going to demolish them, and guess what happened? Uh, yeah, the Giants are they're hot right now, and I don't understand it because you look at that roster, and I mean, sure, they're all major league players, but that team should not have won a hundred and four hundred and five, whatever they ended up with no. at this point. <laughs> no, I, I don't get it. Completely agree. No, I, yeah. Um, my pick is, um, oddly enough, I don't care who they play. They're going to win. They'll probably win in four, and they'll get to the NLCS. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So that leaves an Atlanta-San Francisco matchup for NLCS. It's hard, to, it's hard to root against the Giants to – as a favorite, no matter who they're facing at that point. Um, I guess the only thing that's not on their side right now, it is not an even year. So I was Braves, just going to say that. 
Uh-huh. Maybe they can turn their uh, evens around and go odd fine for once. I mean, it is an odd year for them. So 21, 23, 25. Let's do it again, San Fran. And, and it's a new decade. Yeah, just switch it up every decade. Bring back Timmy Lincecum then. Oh, I miss him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was great. Uh, ALCS, that leaves us with a White Sox and Tampa matchup because I think that was the consensus and I got nothing. I, I like both teams. I think they each have their um, advantages. Um, there's no excuse Tampa should have won 100 games plus this year because none of their regular starters were around long enough to what get was it 10 wins I think is what I saw two weeks ago. So is it possible one of the regular starters has 10 wins now? Yeah, it is. But how do you win that many games and rely on your bullpen? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I mean, I really don't have a way to answer that, to be honest, because a bullpen game is, is almost your throwaway game. They had a bullpen season. I don't, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> But they did it. They did it. I in the AL. Ha! Huh, I don't know. Somebody pick for me. White Sox <laughs> to the moon. It's going to be Luis Robert's year. He's going to win everything sure. for everyone. God, he's so good. He's so good. It's really nice for me to have Luis Robert and Tim Anderson on the team that I cheer for. It's just it's a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Also I, they need to get they need to get a brayer ring. Like he's never going to leave the White Sox until he has a ring. He's gonna be 80 and still on that team if they do not win this year. So and still having a 30 home run 100 RBI season. Yes, he's gonna be amazing. He is like my age. And when I think about what I can do physically and what he can do physically, I feel like I am 30 years older than I actually should be. He's a beast. He's amazing. I'm, I'm going to say I'd have to give it to Chicago. Um, but you're going to go six, seven games in that matchup. It's going to be close. I think that's a good series, though. If you go six, seven games, you're watching a pretty damn good series, though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, e? Bro, I I don't know. I like both teams. I really do. I, I will throw the caveat in here just because of the connection to Seattle. But part of me wants to root for Tampa because of Nelson Cruz. And the other part of me wants to root against Tampa because of Mike Zanino. You see, I didn't mind Mike. I didn't mind him either, but now he's performing. He couldn't perform in Seattle. 
Well, he found his home. Seattle just wasn't his home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wild card gives us uh, uh, Chicago and San Francisco. Go, somebody. I'm I'm just gonna go with the hometown White Sox. Yeah, I that's who I had winning at the beginning of the year. I think. Um, if they prove that they can do what they did without a full squad, a full squad uh, should be able to dominate any team that they're going to face in the playoffs, to be honest. I can get behind that. And going back to Houston, I think they didn't even have their full squad. That's the only reason they were losing in Houston this season. So I think if people are healthy, if you've got a healthy Carlos Rodon, You've got healthy Aloy Jimenez. You've got healthy Luis Robert. You've got healthy Adam Engel, even. And then with the power that Yasmani Grandal brings, like they're a real threat to people. And I think I think they're undervalued quite a bit. I mean, they always have been, but they're going to be dangerous, and they're going to be dangerous for a while with these young guys on their team and like even their bullpen can do some damage because you have Michael Kopech throwing 102 and even even on his bad days he still is throwing just absolute fire so they've got a reliable pen as long as their starting pitchers are healthy and as long as their offense keeps up like what they've been doing these last few weeks, they are they're going to be the biggest threat and they could win it all. Like I said, as long as they get past Houston, I have the confidence that they could win it all. And they don't even need to get to have their starter go the distance like they did in yeah. 05. Your last four damn guys could be uh, um could be Copic, Crochet. Kimbrel and then freaking Hendricks. That's not that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. Gaps is a lefty too. Yeah. What? Yeah. I said crochet throws gas as a lefty. Yeah, he's 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 good. So does uh, Giolito miss the playoff roster? No. No. no Giolito stays. He's probably not Giolito. Not Giolito. I'm sorry, Keiko. <laughs> No, he doesn't. He goes to the bullpen as an as an emergency starter. Yeah. Or an emergency long relief guy. Yeah. Because I they're not hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> they're not sure that Rodon's gonna make the roster. He uh they're not sure if he's healthy enough to. Yeah. He's got workouts, I think, tomorrow where they're going to determine his spot, really, which it scares me because he is turned into an ace this year, but um, now Keiko will still be there. I just really hope Rodon is healthy enough. Yep. Yep. So anybody else with some last words? No. I got nothing. So I can't think of anything. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, that's it. That's what we got. That is, well, probably 
the last network podcast that we're doing for the season. Um, probably not another one until, I don't know, another preseason one is what I'm thinking. Who knows? We'll probably have some more baseball guys by that time or gals. My apologies, Crystal. It's okay. Baseball folk, should I say. Um, but uh, one thing I know Ethan and I usually do before we sign off is just let everybody know where we are. And that is on the Say It Again Network. Go ahead, hop on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find the Say It Again Network. Just search Say It Again Network. Um, some great stuff being put out by the entire network, not just baseball stuff. Um, going pretty heavy on a lot of football, both college and pro right now. And uh, I don't know, there's a lot of other stuff there that I, I just can't keep up with some days, especially because of all the football. Um, e, where can they find you? Just type in my name on Facebook and Instagram. It should pop up. Michael. MP Flores 90 is pretty much where you can find me everywhere. And we're going to try to make sure we get uh, at least a preview in and maybe some post-game stuff with SIA Eddie Shields. And hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get at least get a 20 minutes after each episode, and hopefully you'll see us soon. Cool, cool. Crystal. You can really just, I just said do Twitter more than anything. Um, Crystal underscore okay. Please do not forget the H in Crystal. Everyone does. Um, that's that's where I reside. Cool. And you can also find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, at YL Music Man. Just search that. That's a handle I've had for well before I joined the network. So that should be it. I'm sure we'll probably do at least one or two more podcasts during the playoffs, uh, depending upon work schedules for Ethan and I. But other than that... 11 days in a row again, so... What was that? I work 11 days in a row again, so... Nice. I currently do not work 20 days again in a row yet. Um, but anyway, thank you, you two, for joining us. Crystal, again, always fun to have you as a part of the network, and it is definitely appreciated. You do some great work. Michael, as always, you're doing great work as well. And, uh, man, I need another Windy City rant. Just, I'm just saying. Uh, we're, we're trying to get out there soon. We're, <laughs> we're trying. Uh, Co-host just moved states. So Ouch. giving him a chance to settle in and hopefully we'll be soon. We'll be back soon. Fair enough. Other than that, thanks for joining us, everybody. And until next time, peace out. See you guys later. Awesome. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. 
it's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the whole field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly.